The hate has started for the Penguins on Twitter. Rutherford should have done this. Sullivan should do that. They won the cup without Latang. They should trade him now. They should have kept Flurry. He just beat Murray. Why did they get Ryan Reeves? All kind of nonsense. All kind of complaints. Some legitimate, most not. But the reality is the Penguins are tired. So tired of playing the game. Let's face it, the Penguins are pooped. How do you fix that? I don't know that you do. Maybe the Penguins won't make history. Not this time. But I'm not pissed at the Penguins. I'm pissed at the fans. Especially the fans on social media. I'm pissed at the unreasonable expectations. I'm pissed at not seeing reality. I'm pissed at the ingratitude. I'm pissed at the venomous criticism. So, ungrateful Penguin fans, guess what? You just made the list! It's Double M on the X. The list brought to you by Matt Merce Plumbing Cunt on a name you could trust. Dial 412-365, excuse me, 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. We've got the football picks with Mr. Friday Afternoon in just a little bit. We also have Cold Hard Facts. I'm going to give you the Cold Hard Facts about Sunday's game between the Steelers and the Wiggler Patriots. If you want to line up to get your calls in, do it now. 412-333-9939. Let's talk about the Steelers and Patriots, or let's talk about the Penguins and their disappointing loss last night to Las Vegas. Here, where I'm at, a lot of Penguin fans here, it was an electric crowd in, except for the result, a great experience. But in terms of where the Penguins are going and what they're doing, maybe the Penguins don't win this year. Or maybe the run is over, period. Three Stanley Cups for one core group is a ton. If the Penguins never win another cup with this group, you should be happy with what they've done. I know I am. In the meantime, let's go to Sal. Sal, you're on with Double M. Sal, you're on the air. Okay, we lost Sal. Let's go to John. John, you're on with Double hey, M. Hey, Mark. Thank what you. What up? Hey, Mark. Um, I, you know, everybody knows that Belichick is famous for trying to take out your best player. And my guess is that's going to either be Brown or Bell. If we can get Martavis to blow the top off early, catch a pass, he gets his confidence, they stretch that defense out. Now they've got to, like, think about him. And I'm sure they're not focusing that much on him. Now we get Brown and Bell loose. And I think Martavis is the key. Wait, you're sure they're not focusing that much on who? I don't think they're focusing that much on Martavis Bryant. Yeah, if I have to rely on Martavis Bryant to win this game, and if I come out of the box thinking that... That's not really playing into my strengths now, is it? 
No, but you know, the, the guy's got to break out. And and no, no he doesn't. Know, think- no, he doesn't. I doubt he ever will. I think he's a bum. I think he's a pothead. I think he's selfish. I think he has a crap attitude. I think he's done nothing this season but show he can't be relied on. So why would you come out looking to do that in the biggest game of the year? Uh, I think I tried early, but I agree with most of those things. I really do. Well, if you agree with most of those things, then trying to involve Brian early is madness. I want to win with Ben, Bell, and Brown. Making the plays or failing. If they fail, at least you failed with your best. If they make the plays, you've got a good chance of winning the game. But really, the matchup to talk about is Brady against that defense, which will not cover man-to-man and because of that, we'll not get enough pressure. Let's go to Ray. Ray, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Uh, I just had a uh, quick comment about the uh, Bradshaw-Brady thing. Um, one thing that people seem to forget is that Terry Bradshaw did call his own, own play. Now, I'm not so saying what? he's better than Brady by any stretch. But, I mean, as Sagerwald said, the game was totally different back then. And, I mean, that's pretty impressive that he called his own plays and took the beating that he took. Um, yeah, I don't see about, where him taking the beating that he took is impressive. Once again, we're getting back to the real man uh, type of evaluation. He threw deep like a real man. He took hits like a real man. I, I understand what you're saying. And, I mean, what you can't deny Brady's been doing it for, what, 15 years. It's insane. Longer than that. Uh, but then about this week's game, um, I just wanted your thoughts. The Packers did this a couple years ago with Clay Matthews. What are your thoughts about moving T.J. Watt inside to get James Harrison on the field more? I mean, Harrison always has, seems to have that little bit less. Why do you want to get washed up James Harrison on the field? Hey, look at what happened at the end of last year. He came on the field and he was a spark, man. He's, he's another back. year older. Do you think he's ready to play and they're ignoring that? Or do you think they figured out he's washed up? Do I think he can play every down, though? I don't think he can play at all, or he would be. Let me ask you this. Let's deal in facts. Okay. What makes you think James Harrison is ready to play and contribute in this game? Just based on last year, it was the same thing. Okay, okay, let me change the question. What relevant and more current makes you think James Harrison is ready to contribute in this game? I mean, if you want to talk about his 100-yard interception return against Arizona in the Super Bowl a million years ago, I mean, we can go to all sorts of ancient history. If you're going to go ancient history, bring Mel Blunt back. He could cover man-to-man. Well, I don't, I don't think that Harrison's near the player he was in Arizona or even the player he was five years ago. But I think for one game, this You're wrong. Game, why, okay, why do you know more than Tomlin about this? Because Tomlin's his friend, oh, and he thinks he's washed up. He's washed up. James Harrison is washed up. He will never play more than a token play in a football game again, and he certainly won't be a featured player that contributes to them upsetting New England on Sunday. Let's talk to Jim. Jim, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark, I'm just calling from Moundsville. I just had a quick question with all this Shazier talk. You got a minute? Do you really talk that way? Have you ever been to Moundsville? No, I've never been to Moundsville. Well. Okay, what about that Ryan Shazier? What do you got to say there, Jed? Jed, well, I'm going to ask you, you ever meet a blind girl, Mark, or you always have to pay for your women? Down in Moundsville, they pay me.
They have to take their false teeth out, but it works out pretty good, Jethro. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Sal. Sal, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Oh, hey, Mark. What's good? I uh, was calling about the uh, game on Sunday. I don't want to repeat what the other uh, caller said, but he kind of stole my thunder. You know, I kind of think maybe uh, James Harrison is going to step in. I could see him goodbye, coming around. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Think about this. Think about this, you idiots. We're facing New England in a rematch of last year's AFC Championship in a very likely preview of this year's AFC Championship. Home field's at stake, and the Steelers got to get off the schneid when it comes to beating New England. As I keep saying, they have a better chance to beat New England twice at home than they do have beaten New England at Foxborough once. There are so many intriguing subplots and matchups in this game, and we just had two idiots in three calls want to talk about old, pathetic, washed-up, stealing a paycheck, there-is-a-pity employee, James Harrison, somehow making a difference. That's a subject that just should not have come up. But you want to live in the past. Like I said, you want to live in the past? Bring back Joe Green. Bring back Mel Blunt. There's man-to-man coverage and pressure up the middle right there. Mel Blunt, Joe Green, no problem. Let's go to Frank. You're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, that was a good, a good conversation with John. I just uh, kind of agree with him a little bit, and, and I envy him because when he talks to you, you kind of let him talk, you know, but we don't really get to too much. Oh, God, goodbye. Goodbye. What the frick are you trying to do, evaluate my show? No wonder Francesa quit. He couldn't take interacting with the idiots. By the way, Mike Francesa, today was his last day on the fan in New York. The only reason people think he's the greatest ever is because he worked in New York. He was good. Very much one of the best, the best of all time. I really don't think so. And not nearly as good without Russo as he was with. It's like sports. If an athlete succeeds in New York, it seems like he's a lot better than he is because of the hype. Same with Francesa. Real good, but I don't see him as the greatest of all time. I just don't. Great for that market, no question. Never went national, though. Of course, neither have I. I I just, you know, good luck to him. But I hear people say, he's the reason I got into radio. Well, yeah, because you're from New York. Doug Hurst, the reason I got into radio. Well, actually, I needed a job. But I don't go around saying Doug Hurst the best ever everywhere, although he is the best ever, I believe, in Pittsburgh. Let's go to John. John, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Mark, I had a question about the uh, the Penguins. Um, with, with what they have going on now, would, would you rather them make a, a big move now and, and shake things up for the rest of this year, or would you rather them, you know, um, stay? It depends on the move. What move? Well, I, I read in the paper the other day that, you know, that there could possibly, Rutherford was possibly thinking about making a, a, a big splash deal if, if things don't change. So, Okay, so what deal would you make? Well, I'm not, that's not really. Tell me the deal that solves the problems. Tell me the big name guy that you would trade. Well, I'm, I'm not really talking about a trade. I'm thinking more or less, like, keep the core players that we have and, and maybe, you know, see what happens next year compared to this year if they, if they don't have it in the tank. You know what I would do right now? Here's the move I'd make right now. I'd call up Aston Reese and Sprung from Wilkes 
put them in the lineup because they'll have fresh legs and see if their presence at least re-energizes, much like the last couple of years when Shiri came up, Gensel came up, Russ came up, and those guys all re-energized the team. That is the most immediate move I would make. Whoever you bench to make room for those guys in the lineup aren't difference makers. That's what I would do right this second. Thank you for the call. Here's a tweet that that really sums up the idiocy that I deal with. Drew tweets, last drive last week, they took Dupree off the field and put Harrison in. You seriously don't think Harrison's better against the run than Dupree? No, I think Harrison's washed up and I think he sucks. And I think that any use of him is absolutely token. And if he could, now, now, now think about this. The guy who hasn't played him all year is his buddy, Mike Tomlin. Selfies with Debo. You you people live in the past. You people live in the past. In some ways, this is such a pathetic sports town, and the Steelers have such a pathetic fan base. Quit living in the past with James Harrison. He's washed up. He's all done. After this year, you'll never see him again, unless they make him a a mascot coach like they do Joey Porter. 105.9 X. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. The cream comes to the top. I feel like I'm just bubbling over. You wear pants while you're on the air? Because I wouldn't. Who told you? The X at 105.9. It's time for the Coors Light cold hard facts. And they are cold, and they are hard, and they are undeniable. And they're very apropos for Sunday Steelers game with the Patriots because there are certain truisms when it comes to this matchup. Even if the Steelers should play man, they won't because they can't. Fact. The Steelers can't commit right off the bat to pounding the ball on the ground or throwing 66 times. they got to take what New England gives them and do better in the red zone than New England usually allows. Fact. If the Steelers get down by two scores and don't score in their next possession, the game's over. Fact. This ain't the game that counts. That game's in January, but for the Steelers to have a chance then, it's got to be Heinz Field, which means they have to win two days from now at Heinz Field. You know what's weird? How often do you see New England score at the end of the first half and then get the ball back to start the second half? How do they manage that? It's uncanny. Coors Light Cold Hard Facts brought to you by Coors Light. Grab $2 Coors Light drafts during all Penns games at 99 Bottles in Carnegie. It's time for the football picks. I went 2-1 and one last week. My guest went 1-2. I now have a two-game lead, three-game lead actually, on him since I invoked the hot hand clause and been pretty much dusting him nonstop ever since. He is our football expert working without a contract. He is Mr. Friday Afternoon. Mr. Friday Afternoon, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? Why just all right? What's the matter? Well, another one, one and two last week, and I thought it was going to be a better week. Well, uh, you've, you've not done very well this season, but that's okay because you're working without a contract. I mean, you're doing the best you can. You're an amateur. You're like those hey. bloggers out there who pretend that they're journalists and what writers. You come on this show pretending what you're a have, football expert, but you're an amateur. Don't... Don't try to uh, uh, put me in with the amateurs. Okay, I'm not an amateur professional. Well, what happened to the 
sponsor me. That we're talking, we were talking. Remember, I had some callers that were interested in, uh, in sponsoring my segment on the show. What happened with that? Uh, we got 15 calls about sponsoring your segment on the show. You know what they all said? What'd they say? We don't want to do it. Okay. You know what part of it uh, is, though? And, and I don't know if you want to talk about this, but you're aware of the sexual harassment investigation involving you, correct? What? No, I'm not aware. Uh, there's a, a deep investigation uh, being conducted internally by iHeartMedia and by the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the newspaper, about uh, you committing sexual harassment uh, here in iHeartMedia. But you're without a contract, so it's not like we would fire you. We would just stop using you. Well, that wouldn't have, first of all, um, uh, sexual harassment wouldn't even be a part of my contract because I've always thought harass was two words. Well, right there, that's sexual harassment. Now, uh, let me ask well, you. Who am I sexually harassing? Well, I took offense to that remark, so you're sexually harassing me. I'm not sexually harassing you because I said harass is two words. You, you're not a her. I'm a whistleblower. I'm going to come, I'm gonna come wait forward. A wait a second. Do you identify as a she? I do not, but, but what would be wrong with that if I did? Now you're committing now you're committing a hate crime right here on the air. Well, how have I committed a hate crime? Uh, anyway, the investigation's ongoing. I'll keep you posted. You know I'm on your side in all this as far as you know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't believe that one bit, okay, with all due respect. I don't, I don't trust you. You, you don't believe there's an investigation? You don't believe I'm on your side? I don't believe anything you say, and I say that with all well, due respect. Well, that's not a very good working environment to pursue, then, is well, it? Well, first of all, we still haven't been clear on this. You never faxed me over the terms of the contract that listed the hot hand clause of your contract. Well, that's you none of your business. That. It's my it's my contract that has nothing to do with you. Well, I need a contract, and I want it to be ironclad. Well, you're not going to get one. I mean, how can you reasonably expect us to give you a contract in the middle of this sexual harassment scandal? Because of all these fans I have. Would you like? Would you like to talk to your fans? Absolutely. Okay. Can you want me to give some details to you about the sexual harassment suit? Uh, yeah, because I haven't heard anything about it. Okay. It is alleged you had lunch with Harvey Weinstein. That's sexual harassment. Oh, so you did have lunch with Harvey Weinstein? It's none of your business. See, this isn't. I can see where all this is kind of. It's like an onion. You peel away one layer, there's just more there. Did you ever have a Blooming Onion at Outback, by the way? Uh, I was not a fan of the Blooming Onion. I do like the, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Well, see, I can, tell, I'm, I can tell you right now you're a liar, because I have in front of me, and I'm very clever trapping you in a lie like this, I have in front of me your bill from Outback when you had lunch with Harvey Weinstein, and you did indeed have a Blooming Onion. No, he had the Blooming Onion. I mean, that's none of your business. I never had lunch with Harvey Weinstein as far as, Harvey Weinstein as, far as you know. Would you care to come clean and admit to your sexual harassment? Uh, no, because I didn't sexually harass anybody. Well, I don't know the scandal. I, it's, deny, it's I deny these. I deny these allegations. I deny these are allegations. That's all the other allegations are. Done, apparently, right now. I've never even heard them anyway. So, well, you're not supposed to. You're the one being investigated. You know what happened, though. Why aren't they investigating you? Because I'm as clean as a whistle. How could you be clean as a whistle? I've talked to the bouncers of Club Erotica and Club, Club Elite, and uh, uh, they're cheer. What is the other one? Cheerleaders? Well, Club Elite is Blush now. It's Blush, yeah. I've talked to the people that own Blush, and uh, they have incriminating oh, uh, evidence. Yes, I have. They have incriminating evidence on you that um, uh, from the private rooms. 
And that, uh, what, 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 what exactly do they have? That's none of your business. Actually, it would be my business. Well, have you ever worked on a sex know, farm? It's none of your business. So between the Harvey Weinstein thing and having worked on a sex farm, that's pretty incriminating. You'd have to agree. Well, this, this is all alleged. This is all alleged. Okay, give your picks. No, you're supposed to pick first. And, and uh, you go oh. fire, you fired the, the Magic 8-Ball. The, the Magic 8-Ball quit or fired? No, the Magic 8-Ball refused to work with you. Why is that? In fact, I'm told you sexually harassed the Magic 8-Ball. Was the Magic 8-Ball a female or a male? I'm, well, they, they, it, it's very gender neutral. But I'm told you sexually harassed the uh, Magic 8-Ball. Well, no. That, you idiot. Why not? Because you can't. We had to dump that. This isn't going to help okay. with, this, with this scandal. Okay, well, I think the Magic 8-Ball is a jerk. And uh, if the Magic 8-Ball is a female, I heard that it's uh, tried to identify as a male. So I can't sexually harass the Magic 8-Ball. Sure you can. No, no, no gender is, 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 is immune from sexual harassment. Well, what does this have to do with the football picks? I'm going to make the picks if you'd shut up. Well, I'm offended right now. New England minus three at Pittsburgh. Until the Steelers start beating New England, I'm not going to pick them to do so. Now, I don't know how are the heck in, San you, Francisco... Are you, in, are you in Vegas, by the way? Are you going to bet on that game? Probably. Uh, how the heck is San Francisco... You can add some expertise here. How the heck is San Francisco a, a two-point favorite against Tennessee? Because uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo, they're, they're uh, heavily upgraded. Uh, their power rating. And um, Tennessee... Uh, Mariota has not been himself since he's been hurt, so they're uh, heavily downgraded. They're, they're not. Who's he been? Huh? If Mariota hasn't been himself, who's he been? Um, whoever he identifies as. Okay, I'm going to take Tennessee, even though it seems like a sucker bet. It uh, is. And I also have Seattle minus two and a half at home against the Rams. That's it feels like the Rams are fading, like their runs over. So, what are your picks? Um. That was that also right there was a sucker bet. Um, you made two sucker bets because the Seattle's all injured. Uh, okay, but yet I'm three games ahead of you on the season. No, you're three games ahead since you invoked the, the fictitious hot hand clause, and that the hot hand clause is a fictitious clause. There are all so kinds of tweets ahead. coming in about about uh, known episodes of sexual harassment involving Mr. Friday afternoon. Uh, so people are also on so so it's trial by Twitter. Yes. Well, let's At least divide my way. Anyway, make your picks. Make your picks. You're wasting well, time. Let's make let's your picks. Let's hear some of the tweets. Let's hear some of the tweets. I got a will rapid fire the picks off. It says he's guilty. He did it. That's the tweets. Okay, what are the picks? <laughs> I don't believe that. Okay, I'm, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Uh, plus three at home. It's a, that's a bad line. Um, and the, my New England's in a situation. They're playing their fifth road game in six weeks. That hasn't happened in like like 30 years. Like, 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 it's happened like four times in 30 years. It's not a good spot for New England. That should be favorited. Um, also, I like uh, Carolina minus three at home against Green Bay. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to make that much of a difference because Green Bay's played two overtime games in a row on the road, and they should be tired and get beat up. And I also like the Dallas Cowboys minus three at Oakland. Uh, the Cowboys have played well on the West Coast for a few years now, and uh, they've already played in the Bay Area this year, and they have probably had their best game of the year when they destroyed San Francisco. Oakland's done. They stink. Uh, okay, those are the picks. You know what I think would help you in this sexual harassment investigation? Uh, maybe get a lawyer? <laughs> well, I would recommend that, but also, 
Um, what? I, I think if you came clean about your time being employed at the sex farm, that people would understand your twisted psyche and perhaps uh, look at you with uh, with sympathy. Well, why would they do that if they found out what happened on the sex farm? Allegedly happened on the sex farm. I, I think it would just give insight to your to your character or lack thereof. But people would understand. What you're saying is, what you're saying is based on these allegations, these, and that's all the other allegations, you'd want me to incriminate myself on the air. Well, that would be good radio. Maybe for you. Okay, here's, here's one. Listen to this. Michael tweets, can you confirm or deny that you sexually harassed Jim Colony back when uh, you were on 1250? I can deny that. Okay, Mary says, I was Mr. Friday afternoon's waiter at Outback, and you told her you wanted to make her onion bloom. Uh, and then I you high-fived Harvey Weinstein. I, I, can, I can categorically deny that. I, do, I heard an allegation about you, though. What was that? Uh, what about the allegation that, uh, that you were actually, you sexually harassed that bum that was sitting outside the restaurant uh, eating out of a can of ravioli a few years ago that you sexually harassed him? Can you confirm or deny that? Oh, you mean that thing that's on the YouTube clip? Yeah, about the bums in Pittsburgh. And that, that was over seven years ago. Yeah, but he was a young bum. And he, uh, he's a legend that you... No, there was a, there was a hot young female bum. You didn't listen to the whole clip. Oh, there was a hot young... Did you sexually... You sexually harassed her, too? No, no, I didn't sexually harass any of them. You know why? Why? Because they're dirty, and they're broke, and they're bums, and they ruined my lunch. Well, that's not a viable defense based on the evidence. There, there's zero evidence. Uh, would you like to talk to your fans? Absolutely. Okay, let's go to... Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on with Mr. Friday Afternoon. Uh, I just want to confirm that I saw Mr. Friday Afternoon, Harvey Weinstein, and Kevin Spacey at the Monroeville Outback sharing a blue and onion. Wow, that's pretty incriminating. That's an eyewitness account. That's, a, well, that's an eyewitness allegation. Okay, first of all, he can't be cross-examined. And, uh, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna, uh, succumb to this trial by Twitter. That, that seems to be the popular thing these days. Patrick... Patrick in Florida tweets, he's guilty he did it. That's pretty damning, wouldn't you agree? I would agree if he knew what he was talking about. Let's go to Josh. Josh, you're on Mr. Friday Afternoon. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Madden? I just would like to inquire as to how Mr. Friday Afternoon comes to these absolutely ludicrous conclusions every week. Is it, does it have anything to do with all the dope that he smokes? Well, now you see, we're, we're going to hang up on you because I won't have you uh, talk about Mr. Friday Afternoon's drug problem. When we when we had this sexual harassment investigation going on, what are you talking about? Drug problem. Let's go to Patrick. Patrick, you're on Mr. Friday afternoon. Hey, Mr. Madden. Um, I just wanted to call. I need to come forward. I felt like um, Mr. Friday afternoon uh, sexually harassed me at the Hooters in uh, Roosevelt Boulevard in Philadelphia. And um, wow, you know, yeah, he was coming forward about. The sex farm and asked me if I wanted to uh, go to go there with him and you know just spend some time and. I, oh, I Patrick, really thank you for the call. That's that's uh, that was pretty specific. The, the Roosevelt Boulevard Hooters in Philadelphia. I've been there. I, I, maybe he's just mistaken me for you because I've never been there. It is a hotbed of sexual harassment. I think you would fit right well, in. Well, it is not. Well, that well you well, cool. well wait a second. So you're telling me that you have frequented uh, places that are hotbeds for sexual harassment. 
Can you confirm or deny whether or not you sex or harass anybody at the Hooters and uh, wherever that is? No, I, I was there visiting, for... I, why would you be visiting a place that's a hotbed for sexual harassment? Well, aren't places where they... like like? Forget it. I, I don't want to dig myself any deeper than I have with this whole segment. So do you have any other anything else to say on, in, on your behalf and your defense? Well, let me ask you a question. How many women uh, can you... How many women... Has supposedly alleged that I sexually harassed. Well, I, I hate to put an exact number on it, but I would say five, maybe. Okay, it's Mister Friday afternoon. I forget who we picked. I forget who I picked. We're going to get rid of him at the end of the year. Just put up with it till then. Uh, by the way. Uh, the reason I'm going to let you behind the curtain here. The reason I did that segment with the sexual harassment investigation, because the stuff they're trying to tag John Buchagross is the biggest crock of excrement I've ever seen in my life. It was some friendly banter, nothing even remotely sexually suggestive. He sent the shirtless picture, called her doll face, but, but my God, that, that, that's harmless. I don't know if you would even call that flirting now. That's how they flirted in the 30s in Steubenville. It's going nuts out there. It is absolutely going nuts. That said, the sexual harassment investigation against Mr. Friday Afternoon is legitimate. It will go on, and I will keep you posted. 105.90X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. How you doing today, honey? Really good, sweetheart. Borderline violent. Very noisy. Absolutely beautiful. The X at 105.9. I am really pissed that John Buchagross is under fire for sexual harassment because he called a woman dollface in a text. Dollface. When did Bucci tweet that from the 30s? We're going crazy with all this stuff. And in some cases, it's absolutely warranted. But in this case, it absolutely is not. You know what I was thinking last night when the Penguins came out for the game at Vegas and there were a lot of Penguin fans there. I'd say it was like maybe 20, 25% Penguin fans, but they made a ton of noise. And I'm thinking to myself, it's their rink, it's their ice, and it's their friggin' town. But tonight we got our fans with us. They spent their own dough to get here and they came here to see us. All right, let's show them what we got, guys. Get out there on the ice and let them know you're there. And then they lose two to one. Let's go to Mark. Mark, you're on the Mark Madden show. Hey, Mark. Um, thanks for taking my call. Right. Um, Penguins trade. If Jim Rutherford wants to make a splash trade, it's going to have to include Patrick Hornquist. As much as I hate to see the guy go. Okay. What would no, the return be for him as a, I as a no rental idea. player? A, a t- no, 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 no. A top six player. You know when Okay, you're not going to get a top six quick. player for you need to shut up and listen for a second. Can you do that? Yep. How much return do you think you're going to get for a guy in the last year of his contract? You package Hornquist with a couple other people, maybe a Rust and a Cole or something like that to get a top six player. Because th- there's nobody else. They don't need a top six player. And they're trading a top six player if you do that. 
Yeah, I know, but his contract's up. He's, I think he's the only one. That they need that. to sign Patrick Hornquist is what they need to do. Not trade him, sign him. Let's go to Carl. Goodbye, goodbye. Let's go to Carl. Carl, you're on with Double M. Hi, Mark. How are you? What up? Hey, they refer to the term as high point. Why? Why? What term's that? High point. When they high point the ball, they always say that in football. Oh, because you're catching the ball at the highest point of its trajectory. No, no, because the highest point of trajectory would be like thirty feet in the air. Wait, is this is this the Hebrew hammer? So is that accurate? Is this the Hebrew hammer? Is that accurate? I won't confirm or deny. Where are you at, Sluggos? Um, at the corner of South Millville and Center Avenue. Why haven't you called? You haven't called in ages. I've been taking a bus a lot lately. Why? Are you broke? My radio broke. So you didn't see the point of driving the car anymore? That's right. Okay, the, I think the high point, I, I agree with you, it's a bit of a misnomer, but I think it's because you're catching it at the highest possible point the receiver can get it. How's that? Okay, that makes a little more sense, but... Uh... Anyways, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm back. I got my uh, radius fixed. I'm back. Oh, good. Well, it's good to hear from you. Anything else? Um, are you in Las Vegas still? I am. How's the weather? Thanks for calling. That's that's Ibrahim. Or good to hear from him. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Let's go to. Okay, uh, he dropped. Damn it. Okay, let's ask Mark anything. What a week it's been here in Las Vegas. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. I always like when Penguin fans say trade this guy, but they don't know who or what to get back, and they don't understand that there are certain shortcomings to trading a guy. For example, with Hornquist in the last year of his deal. Tell you what, consider trading. I'd see what's out there for him. Teams love Gensel. I'm not sure Gensel would be great anywhere else, but I think his value would be high and he'd get tremendous return for him. Again, if you're convinced you can rally to win a third straight cup, you've got to look at trading somebody you might not ordinarily like to trade, and don't suggest trading with Tang. He has a no-movement clause. And what would you get for him at this point in his injury history? You've got to think. You can't just yell crap out. Well, actually, you can. It's my job to think. From here on out, I'll do all the thinking. Time to ask Mark anything. Call right now. 412-333-WXDX. Liverpool tied nothing, nothing the other day. I forgot to mention that. Probably do it again on Sunday. Hey, enjoy the game. We'll talk about it Monday. I'll still be in Las Vegas, and you still won't be. 105.9 X. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Um, what do you think about the new... I can't remember what I call it, sorry. Really? Awesome call! The X at 105.9. Time not to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Chipino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's number one seafood and chop house, so please do check out Chipino in the strip. Let's go to Cindy. Cindy, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, um, you're sick, I'm sick, so I was just curious, what is your go-to cold medicine? NyQuil. 
Ah, nice. Me too. NyQuil, NyQuil, NyQuil. I love you, you giant friggin' Q. And, and I, I not like just you. when I have a cold either. Let's go to Wes. Wes, ask Mark anything. We lost Wes. Let's go to Yuri. Yuri, ask Mark anything. Hey, I was curious. What is uh, what was your most memorable gift that you received at Christmas time in your childhood? Well, I wrote this a number of times and said it, but uh, when I was, uh, it would have been nine years old. I was real big on sports cards and. Hockey cards were hard to come by back in those days. Very few stores stocked them. So this store on Troy Hill, it's still there, Victoria's Dairy. I think it's called Victoria's. They would always have hockey cards. Not many, but you could get them there. So I found out when the hockey cards were going to be in. It wasn't long before Christmas. And the lady gave me a date, and I went there. On the date, it is still there, Victoria's Dairy. I went there on that date, and the hockey cards were already gone. Two boxes were there, and they were gone. What the hell happened? And I was upset. And then a couple days later, on Christmas, I unwrapped a package. My mother had got there before anybody and got both boxes of hockey cards and bought them all for me. I will never forget how happy I was to get them and how considerate my mother was to to look out for me and get something I really wanted when, you know, it took a little bit of uh, enterprise to do so. So that's my most memorable Christmas present, easy. Uh, I wrote a blog about it. You can still probably Google it because it's still up at the X website. Let's go to Ben. Ben, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Uh, I have a story about Wayne Gretzky and his stance on the greatest hockey player in the world. Uh, would okay. You like hear it? I, I, I would so- prefer you be really brief. Okay, I'll try. Uh, two, uh, whenever the U.S. Open was at Oakmont a couple years ago, my friend's dad was... Oh, okay, Let, let's cut to the chase. Who did Wayne Gretzky say is the greatest hockey player ever? Okay, long story short, my, he says, uh, Wayne, why are you out here? Are you worried people are going to recognize you? Wayne says, you know, the greatest hockey player in the world plays for Pittsburgh. And my buddy's dad said, are you admitting Mario was the greatest hockey player in the world? And Wayne said, no, I'm saying the greatest hockey player in the world plays for Pittsburgh right now. What, Crosby? I'm assuming he was referring to 87. Maybe he meant Derek Englund. Thank you for the call. Was Engel on the team then? What an awful story. Let's go to John. John, ask Mark anything. Double one, how goes it? Great. I want to ask you, uh, do you think that the Pens and the Knights are going to have a better matchup when they come back into Pittsburgh in February? What do you mean a better matchup? It just seems very disappointing. The Penguins should kill the Knights. The Penguins are much better on paper. Oh, they are. But it was a pretty disappointing game with two one loss, you know, last night. I was just wondering. Oh, if tell me about it. I bet 125 bucks on the Penguins. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, really nice. See you later.